I remember my first day uh, on set, it reminded me of my first day at a radio station. It reminded me of my first day in studio. Don't screw up, right? Well, what if you all of a sudden were given the tools that you needed to be confident on your first day on set? Well, we're on day number two of a series of free lessons in the Secrets of Screen Acting podcast, which I recorded with Patrick Tucker a while back. I want to share it with you, and I also want to share with you a special offer, uh, a special Black Friday, Cyber Monday kind of offer. We'll do all that coming up next on this episode of the VO Heroes podcast. That first day at Sunset Gower when I was working on Heroes was magical. It was life-changing. And the, the nice thing was I wasn't completely unprepared the way a lot of actors are when they first jump on set or jump into a studio to do voiceover work or whatever. I had some coaching that I want to share with you. Uh, this is uh, yet another free episode of the Secrets of Screen Acting podcast, and we're going to listen to it together. And when we're done, I've got a special offer I'm going to share with you uh, a special Black Friday, Cyber Monday offer on all of the episodes, nearly 300 of them. But first, let's take a listen to this episode, The Secrets of the First Day on a Multi-Camera Set. Patrick Tucker. David Lawrence. Good morning. Good morning. Nothing makes an actor feel better than getting a call from an agent and saying, hey, you booked the role. And then nothing terrifies an actor more than getting a call from an agent and saying, hey, you booked the role, especially when you're first starting off, because you now all of a sudden are an actor, a working actor, and there are some things that may happen on the set that you're not aware of, you've never experienced before, especially when you're starting off. On multi-camera shoots, sitcoms in, in L.A. here in particular, or stuff that's done in New York in studio, um, what should we expect when we get to the set? Well, the first thing to expect is extreme discipline. Uh, very often these are rehearsed to some extent, uh, but when they're rehearsing them, they're not rehearsing the performances. They're rehearsing where the cameras should go and where the actors should go because it's very precise. Now, the trouble with multi-camera shoots is that the actor doesn't necessarily know what size shot they're being shot in, so they, don't, they can't always gear their performance to the size of shot, which is something we've talked about before. But one of the most important things in multi-camera things is you've got to be in the right position. You've got to be able to hit your marks. And if necessary, you can ask help for that. Uh, if you've got to hit a mark, you don't want to look down, that's silly, but you can sometimes get a a little sandbag put there where you can feel with your foot or you can line up uh, two lights or something to make sure you're in the right position. Because there's so many cameras whizzing about, the angles are really quite tight, and if an actor's even slightly off the mark, it make a big difference. When you're actually going through the, the, the process of rehearsing the cameras, cut, 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 there again, don't worry about the acting too much. Try and start to see where the cameras are. Now, in a multi-camera shoot, for television at least, you usually know which camera is on by the red light. Remember, however, that all the cameras are sending back continuous pictures to the gallery. And the camera whose output has been selected is the camera that has the red light on, but the other ones are still sending pictures back and still might be used. All right, and, and you mentioned something real briefly. We've seen this every so often when someone goes into a, a control room, the bank of video monitors where the switcher is sitting or the, the mixer, right. the video and sometimes mixer. Sometimes you, you've got a, a, an untended camera in an empty set, 
And the actors don't understand that that camera, even though there's no cameraman, is still sending a picture back. And sometimes in the, in the control room we enjoy seeing the actors in uh, what they think is a deserted set. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a little scary. All right, <laughs> so uh, aside from that, uh, when we arrive, uh, we, there's obviously a place to check in. You check in first yeah, with yeah. the AD, yes? Yep, and you need to, to make sure that all technical things, that's the main thing people are going to deal with. The technical things are going to be dealt with, the props, where you're going to find this, where you're going to get that, where you come from, where you go to. Uh, in a sitcom, uh, you're going to have an audience. Now, the big trick with an audience is don't perform for them. If you actually look at the audience very closely at a sitcom, they're not watching the actors. They're looking at the monitors. Mm-hmm. So remember, you're still it's still a screen performance. The audience are there to give you timing. The audience are there to give a laughter track. But you still adjust your performances and to where the camera is and what the camera wants. And don't be seduced by that energy from the audience. You'll probably be acting with a greater energy than you would in a quiet film performance. But again, go back to my um, little rule of thumb. Don't act louder than the star. Whatever the star is, be at that level of energy, that level of vocal projection. Okay. Remember that in a, especially in, in a multi-camera, the cameras will tend to get tighter as a scene builds in intensity. You know, you're having a big argument with someone, we start off with a mid-shot, a waist shot, then we get to a tight shot, and then finally we get to a big close-up of your head. Remember that as the shots get tighter, your volume's got to get less, even though the emotions might be building more. And that's one of the tricks that I've seen some wonderful actors in All My Children in New York do, of how to build emotion without getting louder, but in fact secretly getting softer. And another thing that you've said a number of times in these episodes is don't stop acting when the director says cut you know i mean you're in other words keep your face motile yeah Uh, i told an actor this once i said always plan for something to do or say after the scene ends you don't do or say it but it's in your mind because when you've got a camera close on an actor boy you can see when the thought is draining out of that actor (laughs) and and this friend of mine he, he always planned he was about to say this he was about to do that and he discovered that all the other actors started to hate him because the director was always cutting to him for the last shot of the scene because something was happening on his face. Imagine what an advantage you'd have uh, the first day of doing anything if you knew kind of what to expect. And I remember when I was recording all 300 of these episodes, we kept diving into different things that uh, just was lovely for me to know ahead of time. So I want to make an offer to you. That was one episode of nearly 300. I want to give you all 300 of these episodes in the Secrets of Screen Acting podcast. Um, They normally sell for $279. But throughout the course of the next week and a half or so, uh, I'm going to make them all available to you at $149. And I'm going to give you, as a bonus, a copy of the book that they are based on, the book that changed my life. And the audiobook version of that book, which became the podcast. The, the audiobook is different from the podcast. It's an audiobook of the book. The podcasts are all me connecting up with Patrick Tucker and talking with him for five minutes at a time or so and diving really deep into things that are in the book. So altogether, it would be $330 for you to get this, but it's $149 uh, for the next week and a half or so. Just go to voheroes.com slash cyber. VOHeroes.com slash cyber. 
you'll get instant download of everything and you will get the uh, Secrets of Screen Acting book itself uh, directly from the publisher uh, following up after that, all right? I just want to make, I just want to share with you how much joy this has all brought to me and how much better it's made me as an actor and a voice talent. Uh, and I want to share it with you, all right? So 149 bucks, voheroes.com slash cyber. I'm David H. Lawrence, 17th. We'll have another free episode for you tomorrow. And uh, we'll do that right here on the VO Heroes podcast. <laughs>